Welcome to Tech Watch Radio. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. My name is Sam Bushman, and I've got Jay Harrison alongside for today's broadcast. As we've talked about the last uh, several shows, AI is all the rage. True or false? When your phone rings and you hear the familiar sound of your spouse's voice on the other end, you can be 100% confident that it's really them, right? Maybe not. There you have it, Jay. Welcome to the broadcast. Jay Harrison with me. Welcome, sir. I'm back with the real Sam now. Good yes, morning, you sir. Are, my Afternoon, friend. Afternoon, wherever you are. In fact, the question is that people know whether it's really me or not. See, it sounds a little deeper than me, and it sounds a little more electronic than me. But it is. Here's it's the very deep, Sam. Thing, ladies and gentlemen, there is a headline in the news. True or false, when your phone rings and you hear the familiar sound of your spouse's voice, on the other end, you can be 100% confident that it's them, right? Not so fast. There's a big scam out there now. Nah, NPI, so Network Providers Inc., issued a press release about this that really talks about this scam that's happening now. Criminals, believe it or not, have found a new terrifying way to use AI to scam people. It starts by cloning your voice, and then they say, Honey, I'm at the store and I my credit card doesn't work or this or that and can you whatever and can you PayPal me money or can you Venmo me money or can you this or can you that and or can you sign this or can you give me the password to that or all kinds of scams are happening about this, Jay. Uh, and so what we did is we went to one of these free websites and we just uploaded a clip of Sam, a one minute clip of Sam, and that's the voice of Sam that it generated. So then we wrote a little script to introduce this story and we said hey do this script in sam's voice so that was not me that was an electronic replica of me uh it's kind of funny um but that is a cheap version now they say if you upload three hours of your voice uh so if you're a speaker and you give lectures or whatever or you're a talk show host like me or whatever it's easy to get three hours of talk but they say the voice can literally be 99% accurate. Now, this one's different than me. It sounds electronic. But if they only took one minute of sample and they really want three hours to build the real voice, Jay, I think it could get a lot closer. How close it could get, I don't know. I want to find out. The problem oh, yeah. is some of these things Definitely. are very expensive. So we're going to have to see uh, how far I'm willing to go in this beta test of this stuff. But they are using this. And if it's a phone, again, like a cell phone, you wouldn't know the differences in somebody's voice like that if it sounded a little more electronic or a little bit this and that. With cell phones and, and not quite as broad quality of audio as we have on the radio, you might not know if it's me or not, Jay. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you've heard plenty of cell phones um, that are garbled and distorted and, and electronically modified um, where a voice like that is put through the filter of a phone, you may not be able to even tell the difference. Can you play just the first couple of words of that real fast, Jay? Yeah, sure. Hold on. Just like, Welcome you know, to Tech a few Watch Radio. Words. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. Welcome My to name Tech is Watch Sam Radio. Bushman. We keep an eye on tech I've got so Jay you don't Harrison have to. Alongside for today's broadcast. Yeah, you can stop it. As we... it. It does have the right cadence, though. You know, it does sound yes, it like does. Sam. Um, and that from one minute of audio, and I just think, how well could it get of adjusting the frequency and fine-tuning it? And, I'm telling you, it's going to be pretty good. So we reached out to two different players in this space. Uh, one of them is, what's that thing called? Something.ht or whatever? Play. Play.ht. Play. That's the one that we did this uh, one from. Um, and that's with a minute of audio. That's pretty yeah. good, I think. And they want three hours. 
But then they it's expensive to buy though. It's forty bucks a month or a hundred bucks a month. That's if you pay yearly, right? Well, no, because that that's the monthly rate. Oh, that's monthly. The the other ones are a little bit you know, thirty five like, or something, thirty six. Anyway, you drop off 10, twenty percent if you pay in advance. I guess. Yeah. Um, the other one that we tested um, said, "Hey, um, upgrade, do this, do that." We did a gazillion things, even put a credit card in it, and then it basically said, "We'll get back to you." So, I mean, those they might be a lot better in the long run, but yet they weren't as accessible. But you know, there are clowns that are using this kind of stuff, and they're using this to swat people. Jay, we've talked about swatting in the past on this show, where gamers are literally basically saying, "Hey, something bad. I'm a, I'm gaming with Jay. I'm talking trash. I don't like Jay for whatever reason. I can literally send the cops over to Jay's house and report from his house. So I'm spoofing the phone numbers and everything else, reporting from his house. Hey, there's something going down at Jay's house. You got to get over there right away. It's crazy. It's going down. There's blood everywhere. Whatever I say." Um, and, and so swatting is a big thing. This takes everything to the next level, though, now, Jay. It really does. Uh, it may not deceive somebody's spouse yet, but you're getting dang close. And how long will it be? Even if, I mean, we'll, we'll try to get a better sample and show you even more with, with longer samples of audio how good this stuff can get. But I'm telling you right now, even if, they, even if it's not as good as we want right this second, how long will it be? How will it be? Will it be in two or three years or whatever? I'm telling you right now, this is changing the game. Deep fake videos, deep fake voice. Pretty soon you're not going to know if anything's true, Jay. That's that's true. And here's what people need to know, though, to counteract this. If you get a call that's that's weird or um, like an emergency, you get a call from your wife. I mean, it could be a spouse, could be your grandma, could be a relative. Um, even if the number shows up correctly on the caller ID and your phone shows you that it's that contact because the number's been spoofed, just you know, hang up or um, find out what's going on because you know there's no harm in listening. But as soon as they you they give you the call for action or whatever, you know, go get Google Play cards or whatever it is, say, okay, and then call that person back and see if you actually, you know, nine times out of ten, it's going to be, they're going to be like, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm over here in Winn-Dixie or whatever, you know, they're going to be like, I'm, I'm at Walmart. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so that's how you vet that stuff. And that's how you can prevent it from getting um, what's happening, this is a lot of people are preying on elderly, though. So it'll be their grandson or their um, grandkid that are that was traveling or whatever. And, they, and they'll and use I'm that kind of stuff. I'm telling you, to my grandma, if you put that voice over a phone, it would sound like me, even with that little teeny blip enough. To oh, yeah. my, my grandma would believe it. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah, and, you, and they can make it say anything they want. Uh, it's kind of targeted. The, the technology is still a little bit expensive, so... Uh, while I think that there's proof of concepts and, and it is happening, I don't think it's rampant yet, but if this stuff is only going to get better and it's going to get cheaper and more available and it's going to be more of a problem because there's going to be people that are going to abuse it. Now, I want you to do this. I want you to play a teeny bit. I don't know if you can play and pause real quick. Yeah. But I want you to just play a couple of words and pause and I'll say those same words and then do it again and we'll finish the clip and you'll see. Okay, here we go. Welcome to Tech Watch Radio. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. Welcome to Tech Watch Radio. We'll keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. You got to say it more basey, Sam. Welcome to Tech Watch Radio. All right, here goes the next piece. My name is Sam Bushman, and I've got Jay Harrison alongside for today's broadcast. My name is Sam Bushman, and I've got Jay Harrison alongside for today's podcast. See, it's pretty close. It isn't perfect, but man, for yeah, one minute of audio, good. it is shockingly good. Agreed. It is shockingly good. And imagine if you gave it three hours, though. I guarantee it'll be a lot better. Well, it's one of those sites, and I think it was the Play HT, um, said if you give it three hours, it will be 100% accurate on inflections and everything else, and it'll be indistinguishable. Now, that might 
just be what they think of it, but it'd be interesting to yeah, see. But, but I know this. If you can give them one minute of audio and they can get that done, then you give them three hours of audio, and all they got to start doing is just tweaking, tweaking, tweaking the whatever yeah. internals of the filter of the voice and everything else. Now, I, I guarantee it'll be surprising. It may not be perfect techno guys like me. The neurons, Sam. They're the neurons. Okay, yeah. The electronic fake neurons. Yeah. All right. The real ones versus the fake ones. Um, anyway, I just found it fascinating, and I wanted to do a test so you guys could really hear what we're talking about. Now, there's other ways that you can vet this besides just saying, hey, I'm going to disconnect and call somebody back and see if it's real. That's a great way to do it, by the way. One of the other ways to do it, though, is to develop with your family members or loved ones or people like that kind of key phrases. I like it. That you would say um, and prepare each other. So me and Jay might just say, Sam, if you ever want to know it's Jay or Jay, if you ever want to know it's Sam, we're going to create three buzzword statements or three responses that we know that are simple. Uh, I'm going to say TWR and Jay's going to say Tech Watch Radio. Now, that's a stupid example, and I would never use that one internally because now i just promote shoot you blew that one sam now we can't use that (laughs) dang it but but i'm just making a point though that you know if all of a sudden i just went twr unless you knew what i was looking for you would not respond back and go tech watch radio Uh, but if jay knew okay so there's little things that you can do that can vet things and i recommend as this gets more and more invasive more and more deep fake ish is that a word deep fake ish anyway (laughs) More and more the deep fake world or more and more the betrayal world or you don't know who's who or what's fake, what's real. There's ways to vet reality because I'm telling you, you it's going to be very hard. Um, if I said um, red, yellow, and what would you say, Jay? Green. Uh, but I'm just guessing. Okay. I get it. You <laughs> picked the wrong color. But my family, I guarantee, would get that right. What's the right answer, Sam? Can't tell you. Okay. Oh, you know what this reminds me of? I don't know. Have you ever watched the old movie? It was, yeah. I think it's from the 80s. Uh, the Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Yeah. And Long they, time ago. Yeah, they faked this clip. So these guys, they whatever, they killed him. But they faked this clip of these guys um, in that movie where they're sitting on an island and they're just basking in the Maui sun or whatever. And, and I remember watching that movie as a kid going, there's no way they'll ever be able to fake things like that. I mean, that's a video and that's images yes, of will, the people. Buddy. You know, like... You can actually do that today. You could really get it done, and it wouldn't be that expensive or hard. And so we're just telling you that there are ways that you can secure yourself and your family, and there are little phrases and buzzwords and little nuances that all you got to do is make sure, you know, hey, if I ever connect with you where it's not physical or, you know, in, where you know that it's me, whatever, if it's video or audio and you're, I'm not physically with you, let me give you two or three little phrases between us that, you know what, you'd know and I'd know and, and, and you'll know that it's me or not. And if the thing doesn't know, like Jay, for example, knows me really well. Like we've been friends for 25 years or whatever crazy thing. And we, we know each other really well. But I'm telling you, he got that answer wrong. Yeah. Good point. Okay. And, and so I'm not downing Jay. I'm just making a point that if you prearrange things, even people who know you well won't get them. There's no way the AI will get them. And, and so you create a few things like that and you can instantly vet people that way or vet fakes or whatever you want to call it and you can know you know what that thing doesn't know it isn't my son it isn't my wife it isn't whatever so anyway i'm just telling you security matters and um i know they want you to believe that computers are smarter than humans and they're better at certain things than humans i'll grant you they are not smarter than humans though remember we created them not the other way around jay we need to keep that firmly in mind yes they can be very good at things that we're not so great at but we're way better at things than, than computers will ever be. 
for now. Do you think it'll really change to where their computers can be smarter than humans? Man, I, I tell you this. I've seen progress in the last decade that I never thought was possible. So do I think that it and could? And it'll, it'll yeah. get 10 times that that will shock you. But remember, somebody is still creating its realm, its world. I know. until somebody is still giving it its parameters. Until the singularity event, right, where it begins to be able to program itself. Yes, but there's still limits, though. It can only program itself within the world it's given. There are still limits, but one day there might not be. And we don't know if that day is soon or far away or never, right? There's a book called um, Super Intelligence um, that talks just about that. I mean, the entire book's about it. Very interesting book. I actually learned about it from uh, Elon Musk's like read list of some of the stuff that he's reading in one of the books he recommended. Yeah, And it's a great book. I'm about halfway through it, but it's exactly what it's talking about. Well, let me tell you how brilliant Elon Musk is when he thinks about this stuff. The Cybertruck, ladies and gentlemen, we must go to next. And the Cybertruck is set to finally arrive after a two-year delay. Now, Tesla first rolled this thing out back in 2019, so I know he's saying it's a two-year delay. That's from when it was supposed to be finished, but they brought it out literally four years ago in 2019. And it's uh, impressed and amused the public back then. With its angular Blade Runner kind of view, with its inspired design, they claim you know unique features like reinforced glass that wasn't very reinforced when he tested it, by the way, uh, stainless, <laughs> stainless steel body, uh, and a lack of door handles, etc. It was very unique and innovative, and uh, all I can tell you is that's an example of what I'm talking about. We really want to talk about how tech's just ready to go, but his glass experiment proved it wasn't ready to go. Uh, the lack of being able to deliver the truck for four years later than when it was announced proves the point. You know, we think we're ahead of where we are big time, Jay. Now, I agree with you. We can never say never. Uh, but my experience says we always think we're smarter than we are. They were trying to do that since the Tower of Babel back in the day. That's true. Uh, and, and, you know, we've been on this quest to supposedly be smarter than we are. And, you know, every time we think we got it, there's a fly in the ointment, right? Yeah, and you know, they thought we had video. We would have video phones in the 30s and 20s, as soon as, before even yeah. TV came out. And we um, do. It's just 2020. Yeah, we finally do <laughs> with <laughs> FaceTime <laughs> and Telegram. But, 100, 200 years later, or whatever. Right? But even then, people don't use it as much, right? I mean, people do use it like with family and stuff like that, but not in business. I don't see Rarely. a lot of people using in business. You don't want to just call somebody blind with a video call. Well, and we find, too, that there's so many drawbacks to doing it. I, mean, I guess you use Zoom, you don't, right? But yeah, yeah, there's so many drawbacks to doing it, though, that you don't want to do it. I mean, you, you used to think of in the old days that, that it would just be your phone like you have on the wall or your phone on the desk that would just all of a sudden have video. To right. It. It's not even close to that. The, the reincarnation and the delivery of it's not even close to what we imagined it could have been back in the day either. No, because you got to be ready to be on camera. I mean, you got to you got to test stuff like the Cybertruck. They should have tested that. I'm sure they did. I don't know why it failed. I really like the Cybertruck. I've been impressed with it. I'd love to have one. I just don't think I'm going to spend upwards of over sixty grand on a car. I don't, well, I don't see, see that happening. First, we're talking about it. Not only is it four years late, not only did the glass break, not only is it all, but it's way more expensive than they, than yeah. they thought it was going to be in the first place, too. Wasn't it supposed to be like forty grand? Well, maybe the base model was. Now the base model is like twenty or sixty grand. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I don't think so. I was very tempted, and several times I almost put down that hundred dollar deposit. Yeah. But I'm not going to do that. Well, Elon Musk has a lot of projects, Jay. And I and I ought to get you a copy of this video. I don't know if I've ever given you a copy of it. 
where I literally went to the Elon Musk plant for his um, his boxy houses or box houses. Oh, no, I haven't seen that. Oh, man, I'll have to share that with you. Maybe we'll even play that uh, on the radio next segment. That would be worth doing. Um, because Elon Musk has these boxables or whatever you want to call them. They're these box pieces that you build houses out of. And I did a video and stuff like that with it. Uh, I literally went to their plant in Las Vegas and I uh, talked to them about it. At first, I called up and I said, hey, do you have room for me to come in? And they're like, no, we don't. We're too busy. We're all full. And I said, yeah, but I'm a talk show host and I'm out of town and I'm a broadcaster. And I want to cover this thing on the radio. I covered it uh, on a political show that I do. But anyway, long story short, I'm just telling you, they instantly said, Sam, come on in. And I did this incredible, um, I don't know what you want to call it, like review of the boxable stuff. And it is impressive stuff. But again, Jay, you find out that everything he has is like bleeding edge, like it's really cool. But it ain't even close to prime time, though. Well, you, that's what you got to do when you're an innovator, though. If you're an inventor and an innovator, you just got to throw a bunch of stuff at the wall and see what sticks and what pans out and what's marketable. I don't that's blame right. him for that. I think he's a genius. I don't blame him for that. I, I understand, but I'm just saying I want one of these, though. Don't get me all psyched up to have a truck and I can't have one. <laughs> don't get me all psyched up to buy one of these houses and drop it on my property and I'm ready to go and you can't do it. Come on. You now. know, I'll tell you this also, though. There's a lot of, <laughs> of people that stymie this sort of innovation, um, bureaucrats and everybody else that gets in. I'm not saying it's all that fault or, or anything else. I'm just saying that there's a lot of red tape that he's got to get through sometimes that that slows these projects down far more than he ever anticipated. Well, you're right about that 100%. In fact, in the, the audio that we'll play next segment about this Boxable stuff, uh, Sam goes to the Boxable Live Center and stuff. Um, it articulates exactly what you're pointing out. Um about the delays and why the delays and there's just unforeseen things that in all fairness they're beyond his control and they're regulatory and they're governmental and they're um some of them a are lot predatory of from competitors yes and a lot of have, it has to do with like when the, in the housing discussion a lot of it has to do with the the international code for buildings or the you know this code and that code from this county there's three thousand counties there's all these different competing jurisdictions and and it's like, who expected just to be bogged down with, and I give you an incredible example of that and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, um, it's just fascinating stuff, though. I'll tell you what. A lot of that red tape um, is sold to people under good intentions, but sometimes it's just about locking out competitors. You're right. And a lot of the people who uh, you know, pitch this technology, like Elon Musk and everything else, every time they turn around, they're shocked by, the complications in the technology or the complications in the red tape and the different things. And so I don't think they mean just to play games. Uh, this isn't an attack on Elon Musk. It's just a technical reality that I'm highlighting on the show is that, you know, you think things are ready for prime time and they're not, you think that things, whatever. And it, so it's very hard to predict the future of tech from video phones right on through to boxable homes to this cyber truck. Now, I can't wait till the Cybertruck really rolls off the assembly line and people really start having them, and there's real day-to-day -day life tests. You know, there's a bus, Jay, I don't know if you saw this, but there was a bus from Google that literally was an electric EV bus. <laughs> the one that couldn't make it up the hill? And it tried to go up this hill, and it lost power, 
And instead of being able to control it, like just put on the brakes and stop and say, we don't have power, we need to get power, or finding a way to be able to turn around or something and gracefully get down the hill or something, it just literally rolled backwards for over a half of a mile, crashed in the nine vehicles, and just created carnage in its wake. That's, and now that's Google and their buses. That's crazy. I, there's got to be more to that story. You know, I think people get used to driving. Uh, you know how one-pedal driving works with those electric vehicles where you have regenerative yes. braking as you let off the pedal. Um, if you get used to that and you're not applying brakes or using real brakes like like with shoes or disc brakes, you know, you, you just don't, you don't understand. And if you have a, um, an electrical or a motor failure like that and it doesn't stop, you got to go, you know, where was the parking brake? Who was the driver of this thing? I think there's more to this story. I don't, I don't know. I think there it may makes be, headlines may because it's an electric vehicle that crashed, you know, and it's like, why don't on. you go look it up and see if you can find it or whatever. But I, I'm just telling you, it's the <laughs> most interesting thing. And I, I just say, Sam's so assigning me ready, homework. <laughs> we're not ready for prime time tech in a lot of ways on these things. So some of these things sound cool. And they're cool enough to deceive you and get your grandma to pay money. Beware. But they're not good enough to take over the world is my real point with all this, is that every time we turn around, we get shocked about how it's not really ready for prime time and it's not really this and it's not that. And Oh, yeah. Anyway, I'm grateful the Cybertruck is finally set to arrive and I hope it turns out well and I hope that it's got really happy, you know, customers and everything i think it'd be a cool truck i'm hoping There's real power and electricity too jay i'm hoping that uh this is what sam has on his christmas list for me a cyber truck that's right just you know me <laughs> with all the big money that i make i could just not even blink yeah but even if i could buy you one elon musk i still debate if he's ready to deliver you one or not that's true it might be so, for 2025 right or 2035 or and so on Anyway, all right, Elon Musk, though, I want to kind of mention another tidbit about him. I guess this show is going to be an Elon Musk show for this and next segment or next uh, broadcast as well. Elon Musk says that X subscribers or Twitter subscribers will get early access to its AI's chatbot called Grot. Grok or Grok. G-R-O-K. Yeah, Grok. Grok. I, th- I actually thought it was G-R-O-C-K, but it's just G-R-O-K, four letters. No, G-R-O-K, and that's why at first I'm not even quite positive uh, how you pronounce it. The reason that I bring this up, though, is because, you know what, AI primetime is here, and people are baking it into other products now. So if you have Twitter, you're going to have Grok. Why, why do you need, uh, if, why do you need tw- uh, what, is Grok's going to write your Twitter post? I don't understand yeah. how the two go hand in hand. The answer to your question is yes. How do I know? Because I use a thing called... Um, I don't something pilot. What's it called? Something pilot. A palm pilot. I'll have to look it up. No, 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 no. I'm showing my age. <laughs> yes, you are. Anyway, uh, and this pilot software that I have is a a system that sends out social media. Oh, it's called Social Pilot. <laughs> there you go. Social Pilot, and it sends out uh, tweets and Facebook posts and Gram, Instagram posts, and everything else. And in their system, you can write your own posts and up your your images. You can press a button and. Uh, go to some of these. Uh, what's that graphic site we use all the time? Instagram. No, it's a graphic site. That oh, you Canva. Graphics in Canva. Yeah, you can press a button and it goes to Canva and lets Canva you use has all their images. AI. And we need to do a right. show on that. I mean, they they anyway, doing some innovative. It lets stuff, you yeah. use all their images and everything else. Well, anyway, so now this social pilot that we already use has chat 
GPT, a version thereof built into it already. And so you can say, generate me a post. Here's what I want it to be about. Then you take the post and you kind of tweak it a little bit so that it's your own or so that it is close to what you want. And then you press a button and boom. So look, this stuff's being used and it's being baked into technology like Word and all kinds of products are going to have this technology baked into it. Oh, yeah. Google Docs. I know we're off on an AI tangent, but I wanted you to know about that, that, that Google's coming to play. And so is SpaceX. And then people say, what is Project Omega? That's a Elon Musk project as well. They say Elon Musk's mystery venture, questions about it abound. We mentioned that, I think, on a previous show, but I mentioned it again because it's so relevant here, right? All right, when we come back, we have a whole lot more for you. We'll do it in seconds. You are listening to Tech Watch Radio, where we keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. Brought to you by Network Providers Incorporated. We're your tech team. Thanks so much for listening. Make it a great, great tech day, will you? Hey, thanks.